0: It's the next level.
1: <laughs> Panels to pixels. Condorman. 1981 movie review. welcome to the show i'm mark and i'm steve and i'm alex so this week i decided to go back in the past when i was nine years old when i went to a movie with my brother and my cousins to go see a cool movie it was a disney double feature so at that time they had song of the south and then which you can't even see anymore (laughs) and and uh Mm. Condor Man. And Condor Man was advertised almost as uh, Disney's first superhero movie, which I thought was pretty cool. And as a kid, you see the commercials, you see all the cool cars, you see the cars chase everything, you see everything with the emblazoned Condor Man thing. Well, I decided to go back in time and watch this movie again. I figured it would be perfect because think about it. Disney did a superhero movie of their own way back in 1981. And now they own Marvel and are the biggest superhero yeah. company.
2: <laughs> what don't they own anymore? <laughs> Come <Exactly>. on. <laughs> Pretty much. So I, I figured it would
1: be nice to go down memory lane and rewatch this and see how I feel about it. And that's where we're at. So, Steve, you, you always post, uh, like it, love it, or hate it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or other? Well, other. I, I don't want to say hate it because, like, you know, it, this is the thing for me. When you brought this movie, as soon as when you said Condor Man, uh, I went. I, I vaguely remember, like I have a vague memory of, of this movie of a guy in a condor suit who was like a comic book drawer. Like I could remember that he was like a comic book artist or something like that. I didn't know the exact detail, of the plots or anything. And when I looked it up uh, and read like the IMDb description of it, I was like, Oh, okay. I have this vague recollection. I'm sure I must've gone to see this. Cause I would have been, you know, I would have been 11, uh, 10 or 11, depending on when, what part of the year the movie came out. And it, so I definitely would have gone to see it because you're talking, this is right around the time, um, you know, oh no, this is, would have been before Wrath of Khan and mm-hmm. before Jedi, but still in that same ballpark of early 80s when me and my friends would ride our bikes to go see, to go to the movies. And so I'm sure I saw this in the theater. And I have, like I said, I have a vague memory of, of it, um, or at least knowing that it existed, and you know maybe for me that if there had been more of a nostalgia element, it would have made the memory better for me. Uh, I just didn't, I didn't have that, and uh, this this didn't bring back that eighties nostalgia for me. Okay,
1: that's cool. Basically, I just remember it as a kid and wanting to see it because of the cool stuff I saw in the commercial. <laughs> and that's what I remembered, and I'm like, oh, I want to go back to that. And they actually released this on DVD back in the early two thousands. And I had a copy. Oh, wow. Why not? Why nice. I Drop it in. I, I guess there was a reason why I didn't watch it again, because it's one of those things that didn't grab you all the time. But I did enjoy what I saw here and there. You know, I, when I was in the theater, I think I wanted so much more. But all we got was that James Bond element <laughs> that was there for this film. And I enjoyed it because I grew up on Bond. My father loved James Bond, so uh, I I enjoyed it for that. It it was basically Disney's attempt at a comic book character long before, like I said before, they acquired Marvel.
2: (laughs) I wonder if they'll include this in the library.
1: Yeah,
0: I want them to, you know, start making more. (laughs) Of this?
1: (laughs) Oh, it should have been an endgame. I mean, come on. Imagine him in Endgame. I'm here, guys, flapping. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> I can do it. You know. uh, yeah. But honestly, it, it didn't hold up well for today's standards, you know, when watching it again, but it was fun to watch as an adult to reminisce about it from when I was a little kid. So I can under- I can understand a kid watching it who was very young. I wouldn't say any kid that was, like, maybe eight or whatever. Probably about five, and they would probably enjoy it to some degree, because kids today want so much more from what we get out Absolutely. there. So, but for, for me, I, I just reflected and it, it was interesting to to see again you know it, it had its cute moments and it was funny so that that's what really kept me watching as i watched it again
0: well um i i liked it i don't remember it at all but you know when i looked on imdb i saw that you know you have a bond girl you have the phantom and <laughs> you have teen wolf dad i mean you have condor man what more can you want Um, and, uh, but you know, watching it, like you said, I I was surprised that it was a Disney movie, but I I think that it really, it it grabbed me in the sense of, I, it felt like one of those movies on a weekend that you, that would come on and you just have fun with it. Not a lot of, not a lot of, um, investment into it, but it was just a fun, it was, it, it had a lot of. The elements that they had were when they did it well, it was great. But when they didn't do it well, it was just (laughs) cheesy. And that's what made it so good.
1: Yeah. Or fun, or something of nostalgia to look back at. I'm not saying we're going to go back and watch Howard the Duck from the oh, mid-80s. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, we can. Because I found that funny, too, when I went to go see that. And I thought, the the one thing I thought about that movie is like, this isn't the Howard Duck I remember from the yeah, comics. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, it, it was it was an interesting idea. I just came up out of the blue. Because with all this whole Disney thing, now Disney Plus is coming out, it'd be funny to see this actually drop on Disney Plus with all the vault stuff that's going on. Absolutely. But uh, it would definitely open up doors to other kids that are out there today that are growing up on Disney. And, you know, I'm sure that parents want them to watch movies that they couldn't get on Blu-ray or DVD that, you know, for a long time were in the vaults.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this could be one that I, I could see some people having, having fun with it, but, uh, um, what about some specific moments, Mark? Um, I know you probably have some of the best memories and best thoughts uh, of this. Uh, you and Alex obviously have a, a better shine to this movie than I did, but, uh, uh, I'd love to hear what are those specific moments that stood out to you that you really liked or enjoyed?
1: Well, definitely the gadgets. You know, the Condor Man costume with the wings. Come on, that was perfect. The boat mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. the whole Condor Man suit because it was it had the you know the feathers and everything else in it, and then the car itself and all the little things. The plucky attitude of the character himself. You know, he he's not a a spy. He he's like one of those guys that just. Has a friend that's in that industry right. and gets thrown into this mess, and he has fun with it. And he, you could see that he is uh, definitely a comic book artist and wants to see his stuff come to life. And he is, and he's making that happen. And he's just having fun with it, which I thought was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, and I, I, I agree with you on on some of that. And I, I'll just take a counterpoint for a little bit of it because you know for me there's a lot of i i like the 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 walter Mitty aspect of it that the idea of the the ordinary guy who's who's kind of thrust in these situations in that first fight scene especially we see that where we see he's kind of this bumbling guy who kind of you know he he stumbles into uh triumphing in that fight but then there's a, a point in the movie where it's like he becomes the james bond and he's no longer he becomes the james bond guy and he's no longer the bumbling just kind of bumbling his way into it you know And that i think that was what turned me off on on this watch was i wanted to see him through the whole movie be like that be like you know he hits the wrong button in the car to make the ramp appear instead of watch this. I I can, I can take out these, these guys really easily with this button. And then he pushes the button to make the ramp and the, the cars crash in together. So that, that was what kind of turned me off on it as I watched it. And I only watched it once because I just, I didn't want to suffer through it again. (laughs) Oh, I thought it was
1: funny though. The, the, the actors in it are really good with Michael Crawford as, the man, you know,
0: I, I mean, yeah, I think I think it's great. I mean, I, I not knowing uh, the, the characters before I there's a lot of great actors in here. And uh, Michael Crawford does a great job. To your point, I love the matching helmet. He had to have the matching helmet. And, um, you know, I think one of the things and one of the reasons I think he he was as cool as a cucumber as he went along when they had that one scene where he wanted to develop all these. Gadgets. He had all of his drawings down to all the little details, which I think was really kind of funny. But in terms of the gadgets, I, I mean, I love the the, the gag with the, uh, the, cane the cane gun. Yeah,
1: yeah
0: the cane gun, and, and he he's the fastest cane in the west. <laughs> and um, and then the ski lift rocket. I mean, that's just that's just so cool. I mean, they went two se- they went two miles an hour, <laughs> but that's a whole other issue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's definitely a different generation in terms of what we would think would be would be cool versus today. But uh, I mean, again, the this, the speedboat. I mean, it, it, that first fight scene felt a little uh, Indiana Jones to me, where it was just kind of like just disto- the not not that it was he was Indiana Jones in any way, but just the way it all kind of. Mm-hmm. The the dance was and all the would hit the steam. The guy gets hit the knife in the the knife in the briefcase, all that kind of stuff. I just think that uh, it was just really neat um, how they worked it out. And it's
1: funny, though, that this is Michael Crawford. It was Michael Crawford's first major leading film to do. And all he was before was pretty much a Broadway star. Wow, he played Phantom of the Opera for years, and I remember that name because I always remembered the the commercial around that time, and they were basically just you know promoting the movie as Michael Crawford as Condor Man, and it would have those those typical, you know, movie trailers mm-hmm. with the the voiceover, and I think that captured a lot of our parents, you know. <laughs> Thoughts when they saw it and they're like, oh this this must be good. And then you had Oliver Reed, who we all know from the Omen and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and all these horror movies, Barbara Carrera as Natalia.
2: Yeah, and I know that that as a kid I probably didn't pick up on this and, and, and maybe it's as an adult I'm I'm thinking reading too much into it, but he killed a lot of guys. Like if you <laughs> think about it. <laughs> I mean, I didn't see anybody jump out of those cars, those Porsches. The off road Porsche was, you know, the kid in me watching that guy, that the person drive that, that, porsche down the, the the side of the mountain was really cool and the kid in me went that's kind of a cool scene but the the but the adult in me is going that, that no that would tear that car up the these guys are dying you know two cars just flew into each other and basically head-on collision and exploded you know a guy drives a speedboat into the rock wall and they make a point to show the other guy jump out before he does that so they're telling us that he was on that boat when it drove into that wall and he blew up and I was like, man, this is dark. Like if you really think about it, yeah, we didn't see blood and guts, but he killed like at least five or six guys in that. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. But I, uh, yeah. And it was a different time. I mean, I, I, and I, and I say that just because look at when it was cold mm-hmm. war, you know, Yugoslavia, you have Russian, Russian spies and it, it, it and again, maybe I maybe I'm just reading too much into it. I it felt a little sh- like stripes too, to in a sense, um, to me. Uh, just because of just the the one thing led led to another, led to another, and at the end, you, you know. Good, good triumphs over evil, so to speak. Um, not that Stripes is really good versus evil, but um, it, I mean, I just, I, I kind of had a, a take of, I'm just going to try to enjoy it for what it
2: is. And, um, you, you know, it, it, I guess, but you're you know, right. I may revisit it in a few weeks or a month. I may revisit it. Or, or five not, years, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah, or you know, when Disney does open up the vault, and if they do include it in their their cavalcade of all the movies that are going to be available on Disney Plus, if it's in there, you know, it might be something that on a Saturday afternoon, when I'm not doing anything else, put it on and just watch it again, just to to have some fun with it. And because uh, uh, I, I can see that, and you guys are are you're turning me around. I, I will say this: I'm I'm not not quite as against it as I was when this recording started. Yeah,
1: it's it's just a little fun film, and I thought that's what it was. When I first watched it, I was like, wait, oh. <laughs> but I, I like the comic aspect of it, I think, most of all, because of, you know, he, he goes, I want a triple.
2: Uh, he wanted yeah. a double at first,
1: then yeah. he gave him a triple, and he had a hard time blowing out the, yeah. the fire, and, and he finally drinks it. And then you got the comic or comedic thing where he blows the fire out. Yeah yeah you know that that was really meant for kids and this was a PG film and in you saying that you know you see he's actually killing guys this is a PG film but then yeah, again yeah. PG films back then in comparison to today oh big difference a lot different yeah
0: oh absolutely i mean even even when he was at the uh the station when he became the the, the first secret agent or whatever you know he's in he's in his trench coat like Bogard and, you know from Casablanca or whatever and um and, and and I forget uh the, the, the guy from the CIA he's like, Stop yeah. that voice. You know, I mean he's like I'm I I am a desk jockey, you know. I don't <laughs> just go to Istanbul. It's the last yeah. of the line. Just he's go. Like, Give me the hat.
2: <laughs>
0: Can I keep yeah. the coat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I think even the opening line of the whole movie, you know, he, he he's he's flying, which first off, how the heck could he fly with that thing, which is a whole nother issue. <laughs> I mean, it's like there, there's there's got to be wires or whatever. Yeah. He's on the Eiffel Tower, and he's like, "Who
2: can save Princess Juliet?" Yeah. And nobody notices. Yeah. By the way, also, let's you know, there's no cops. I, I know, and it's him on the like, ground. There's you know, well, it is a different time, right? But still, it was a Wednesday, <laughs> exactly. Um,
0: but but no, I mean, he's like, "Who can? Who can? Condor Man? Like like anybody cares except yeah. for him." But um, I mean, I, I love the fact that he even creates his own uh, laser, laser girl or yeah. whatever because he he loves her so much and and she kind of buys into it a little bit. I think the little romance, the way they the way they did it was was uh was nice, yeah. you know.
2: Yeah, no, I I I like the performances were really really great and and they they sold it, you know. It just I just I can't. There's certain things I can't get past and. Well, I had later in my notes, but uh, Alex, you had some some quotes in there that we haven't brought up yet that I want you to be able to share.
0: Oh yeah, no, I, I mean, and and I think it's 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 so funny that you were talking about it because y- you know we we talk about different shows like Walking Dead and all these other different shows that are pretty violent and and pretty graphic and when you look at these older movies with these different type of glasses you're like how is that possible then we go and watch a walking yeah. dead which i think is really yeah. funny but anyway th- uh, back to what, what you were saying about the different lines y- you know after after uh he gets um oh, what is it i'm sorry i had to get had to get so violent um it was the only language that he that they understood <laughs> Like you know he's trying to impress her yet, you know, um, and then I think she said something about, are you okay? He's like apart from the 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 large cleaning bill uh, I'll tell you I'll tell you uh I'll tell you one thing if i ever if I ever come back to in- istanbul, I'm never coming back to this restaurant again or it's, not, it's on my avoid yeah. list, <laughs> but i you know i and I think the best line in the whole thing after he comes back the first time and um he, he's like. What's what's Plan B, Harry? I don't know, but I hope to get it ready by the time we're in U- <laughs> Yugoslavia, because we've all yeah. been there. Um, and I know I'm not delivering it as well as he is, but you know, I mean, I, I, I like I said, it's yeah. just cute.
2: Yeah, I guess if you yeah. guys are true. Like for me, and, and I put this in my additional notes because I wanted to make sure I brought it up. Is I think in the Man with One Red, Red Shoe was a Tom Hanks movie that came out a, a few years after this one, right. um, but it really it sold the idea better of the the ordinary guy getting caught up into the, the spy game and the bumbling, you know, just kind of bumbling into all these, these things. It it reminded me of gotcha. If you remember from the the eighties, the Anthony Edwards, you know, it's not until he gets to the end and he's in his element in his own campus that he turns into the super spy, you know, and just those aspects of it. There's other movies that did it just a little bit better than this one did. And I just, uh, so, you know, like I said, you guys have kind of turned me around. I probably will revisit it uh, later and, and watch it again just to see if I could have that fun, uh, if I can recall that nostalgia from the 80s.
1: Yeah. Well, there's only so many of them there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you
2: know, get. I think, I think um,
0: to Mark's point, I think it, it, it brings back a different time. You know, you, you talk about a Disney movie. You talk about there's like that whole era that just was good, clean fun. Yes, I know people died and everything else that you like to point <laughs> out. I didn't really consider them dying. I know that maybe it's just my, my demented.
2: Yeah, no, no, that's what I meant, though. As, as a kid, as a kid watching this movie, it doesn't even occur to you because, uh, you know, you got to understand, I'm, I'm totally with you on this point. This was, this was during the time of the A-Team TV show where yeah. they fired thousands of bullets at each other and nobody ever got shot you know, well, BA got shot once in one episode and they had to make a big deal out of how they were going to treat his wound. But other than that, you know, uh, they're shooting all these bullets and nothing's happening. And it's the same with these, these characters, these no name characters that are driving these, these Porsches that we don't even think about the fact that, Hey, that car just blew up and I didn't see the guy get out before the car blew up. You know, uh, the guy drives the (laughs) speed, but we don't see it. And it's because of, because of the less graphic nature the violence right. to the individual person, we don't key in it until we're older. I think the, the the only the only criticism,
0: not the only, but the biggest criticism I have of the whole movie, which is the laser gun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was he a stormtrooper?
1: Well, I couldn't shoot.
0: I mean, you know, it, it was it it was it was a cool mm. gag. It's just. In today, for today's standards, it was just it was yeah. bad, but th- th- it was so bad that it was good. That's why. I, that's why I think. I think. Um, that's why I'm. I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would. And again, I don't know if I'm going to revisit it anytime soon, Steve. <laughs> Trust me, it, it's it's not. I've seen it more in the last you know 24 hours than I think I've I've seen anything in my life. But. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I just thought that that was so neat. He's like, I finally got my laser. You know, he was so happy that he got all of his toys and he got to play with them. They actually work. So I just thought that was great.
1: Yeah, I I just enjoyed the idea of, like, going back, looking at it. And having that campy fun that we did in the early 80s. And I don't think we get that much of that anymore. There's a lot of adult overtones going on in a lot of movies nowadays. And... You know, I, I think I actually brought it up to my niece and she just read it and looked at me and said, no. <laughs> she goes, no, Uncle Mark, it's sorry.
2: They don't. It's well, how can I explain this? I think like TV shows like Stranger Things and and um some of these other TV shows that are revisiting 80s kind of themes, theme. but they're doing it with the better budget of today. And so yeah when we yeah. show them you know like um i can't remember what it was i just watched something recently that did hold up really well um but uh most of them don't hold up well when when you watch stripes um it holds up well because of the comedy because it's so funny yeah and and those I mean, classic, classic. Yeah. and those guys were so good, you know. And the first Police Academy movie, um, those those kind of movies, they hold up in today's, even though they were eighties movies, they hold up in today's uh, TV and movie world because they were so good. And this one just didn't have quite the quality uh, that some of those other ones had. But but there's other movies that don't hold up. Also, go ahead.
0: I, I will say this also. I mean, I could see them. And I know you guys are going to laugh at me. I could see them totally slipping this into the new universe. They could really make this into something with the new, with the new graphics and the new, um, the new budgets that they have. Heck, if they can make Shazam look <laughs> awesome, they can make this. I mean, come on guys, you know, but I'm just saying with all the gadgets that they could c- come up with, it's, a, it's a perfect fit for, for, for that. That being said, it would be a, a complete overhaul. Oh yeah, of, of yeah. the gadgets, but the, the the I think the 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 storyline, a comic book guy. I mean, they they have that where you have a person taken out of his his normal thing, put into a different situation, love interest, boom. That's a plot for a, mm-hmm. a lot of movies.
1: Yeah, And oddly enough, you brought up Shazam. Both Steve and I watched that, and it had that humor to it, similar to this. Right. It had the appeal of everything that's going on. And it a little. It had a little bit of adult humor. And you brought it up, too, with the, the – what was it? The
2: killing? Yeah, in Shazam. In oh, yeah. Shazam is super dark. And it was funny because I remember uh, some friends of mine went to see it with their teenage son, and uh, her husband had told me, that uh, yeah, Steve went and saw it, and he said it was super dark. And she came back. and said, like, "What was dark about it?" And I'm like, "The first thing he does when he walks in the boardroom is he kills his brother. He throws him out of a window. How is that not dark? You know, he they eat a whole boardroom of people. Now we're talking about Shazam. But um, anyway, oh God, <laughs> I'm just saying in comparison, yeah, yeah. you know. And, and that's the thing is it's just it's different times, and um, I think this is just one of those movies that it doesn't it doesn't hold up." well from the right.
1: time right. it it came out oh yeah Correct. no no yeah. but that's why i think it makes it
2: so good sure sure yeah. Yeah. oh yeah There's absolutely <laughs> i mean look at uh, look at what hot american summer how huge it was and right people loved it it came out in what 2099 you know and it was going back to that 80s kind of formula and 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 stuff so
0: Yeah, no. I mean, it it has it has its moments. The moments that I, like I said before, the moments it had are great. The moments that it doesn't do so well, well, you know. Yeah. I mean, when when he when they're when they're dressed up as the sheiks, Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that he has that condor man outfit underneath (laughs) it, I mean, it just it 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 makes it even. It's it's just it's typical in a great way, eighties type comedy that that you're just like. Yeah, that, that's what yeah. he's going to do. Of course, that's so, what he's going to do.
2: Yeah, and, you convinced me. I only watched it once, so I may here in the next few weeks or month or so, I may revisit it again just to watch it to see how much fun it is.
0: Well, I was thinking you have nothing to do
2: on Sunday night, right? <laughs> After this week. Yeah, I'll have, we'll have a couple of weeks before fear starts. So. Um, oh, I meant this oh, no, Sunday because I know you're, busy, you're, yeah. you're not. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> I think we're gonna, all going to yes, be together. Yeah. Right? yeah, we, yeah you have all got uh, a big
2: plan for this this weekend, so.
0: <laughs> um yeah, no. But I, I, I like I said, I it's not it's not the, the, the end all the be all. But you know, it's a shame that this younger generation didn't have the, the or the newer generations, I should say, didn't have don't don't have the what we had as yeah. kids.
1: Well and, the innocence and, of it I yeah, think it, was it really so, boils yeah. down to.
0: And I know I know ten, twenty, thirty years from now people that are our age are going to look back at this time and say the same thing. They'll they'll, um, they'll look at the game
2: or infinity war and go. Exactly. (laughs)
1: Look at those effects. They stink. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) I mean, pretty soon you'll be in the movie yourself somehow. Um, You have to actually watch this on a screen. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It'll all be four d Yes. You'll all have glasses. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I just think that it, it was interesting. That's for sure. Definitely a watch.
1: Yeah. I, I just brought it out of nowhere. I figured that this would be a cool filler episode for what we've been doing. Cause obviously, you know, Game of Thrones is something that we all watch and that's coming up this weekend, as Alex pointed out of like a group watching and, uh, on top of that, you know there are other new things that are coming out. We want to see. I would love to see *Brightburn*, which is like pretty much Superman yeah. evil. Yeah, I saw oh, wow. the, the the
2: trailer for that in uh, something I
1: recently yeah. watched. So, mm-hmm. and uh, on top of that, we got *Spider-Man: Far From Home*. And uh, I don't know if I'd be able to do it on here on this podcast, but I definitely am going to see Godzilla, King of the Monsters.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we could put it on here. Yeah, yeah there could, you go. It could work on here.
0: I mean, you, you're you the man, so you can put on exactly, whatever you want. Exactly. So
1: yeah, He's sort of a common character, but <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but, yeah, I and then I think Steve and I are planning on why. We were talking about it just before we got on about the crow. Yeah, the original and it's its twenty of- fifth anniversary of The Crow coming out, and I remember seeing that in the theater, and that was really good between the soundtrack, the story, and everything else. So we, we're going to dive into that hopefully sometime soon. And,
0: and I think it was um, the Matrix Matrix anniversary was this week. I think I saw it pop up or something. Was it twentieth or yeah,
2: it would be? Yeah, it came out nineteen ninety nine. Would have been yeah. the twentieth. Would be coming up or or right around this time. I think.
0: Yeah, I, I still remember that. Uh, my my good friend uh and I saw it and we I just remember coming out of the movie theater and our just mouths were on the ground. Like, what did we just see? Yeah. So future. Exactly. <laughs> Very cool. Yes, yeah, very cool.
2: Well, as Mark just said, we will be do, reviewing The Crow in a couple of weeks. And uh, so watch for that uh, coming up. If you want to submit uh, any feedback to us, you can do that at our Facebook group, which is at Facebook.com slash Panels to Pixels. And you can email us at Panels to Pixels 1 at Gmail.com. That's Panels to Pixels 1, the T-O is spelled out in the middle, and the number 1 at the end at Gmail.com. And we'd like to thank Alex for coming on
1: and having food with us. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. It's been great, guys. No, that's not a problem. Well, that's our show for tonight. Thanks, for everybody, for listening. I'm Mark. I'm Steve. And I'm Alex. And this was Panels to Pixels. Good night, everybody. Good night.
2: We're out. (laughs) I like that. We're out.
1: (laughs) Like trout.
2: We're out like trout.